0: And good morning again. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to the Publishers page with Joe and... Mary Moore. <laughs> <laughs> author and illustrator. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. So <sighs> glad you could join us this morning. Hope you had a, a nice Memorial Day weekend. That seemed... Uh, in some ways, kind of strange because it was so early, huh?
0: It felt early, but then yeah, again, I think yeah. everybody and their brother and cousin and friend <laughs> was ready to get out. Get and, out of the house! Around. We certainly had what seemed to be a pretty good-sized crowd going through uh, East Tennessee. So. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, we we understand that the uh, Cades Code was backed up all the way to. Uh, Welland Welland. That's uh, that's what we we heard But uh,
1: (laughs) anyway Anyway we want to welcome
0: you to our podcast Which is being carried on Anchor FM, Spotify iHeartRadio Apple, Breaker uh, Pocket Cast, Google Cast Wow (laughs) And Alexa And Alexa yes alexa
1: so how exciting is that just just say to
0: your alexa hey bring me morning in the mountains (laughs) uh podcast and then uh, you can pick your episode yeah
1: (laughs) yeah well this morning um as you know uh, uh, we produce children's books and joe is the author and i'm the illustrator and we actually thought we would break this into two parts because i think there's an uh quite a bit of material here, uh, so we're not gonna try and jam everything in, into one um, podcast. Uh, but you know, we, as I'm sure, if, if you're interested in, in writing, um, there's so many uh, web, webinars and podcasts and, and uh, different things that you can read, and a lot of them talk about novels, um, uh, short stories maybe, um, uh, and, uh, so, um, what we want to do today is Joe's going to talk about the writing side of it. That, that seems to be overlooked, uh, in a lot of, um, uh, information out there, the media information, and it's an important part, you know, if, if you want to do children's books, uh, then it's not so easy to get information,
0: is there? So you know that it's one of those things that you think things are a whole lot easier than they actually turn out to be. And and hats off to all of my fellow authors, uh, male and female, that have mm-hmm. produced children's books in the past. And as you know, there's a lot that can go wrong, sometimes more often than what can go right. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the different ideas of writing a children's book and see if, you know, I can answer some of your questions. Uh, We are live right now. So if you have some questions, comments, thoughts ideas or your own experiences about what you've been through and some mm-hmm. of the some of the positive or not so positive <laughs> things that have happened in your journey. Yeah. yeah. We would love to hear it. I yep. mean, cuz all we can do is present basically our side. Now, I have done um well, we have published yes. seven children's books. Uh-huh. She's working on number 8 which yes is due to come out very soon yes, i yes. won't give an actual date because she always looks at me <laughs> um, however uh we i've also done christmas books and not too long ago uh in fact Less, just last, last year yes yes last, yes, last, last fall, year we released a book called the christmas eve journey yeah now what's fun about this book and i'm, I'm going to get off of children's books Kind of, sort of. This can certainly be read to children. It's meant for to be read to it, children. To the family. But it's basically mm-hmm. a family book mm-hmm. and a tradition uh, for Christmas. Because it kind of complements and mirrors another book mm-hmm. known as The Visit from St. Nicholas, or better known as The Night, Night Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. And what I did is, and again, God bless Tom Christie out in Scotland for telling me this. Yeah. But um, basically, I wrote this in a Japanese gay din style. And what that means is I'm not competing against the night before Christmas. Quite the opposite. I'm actually trying to enhance the story and tell it from Santa's Mm
1: -hmm. point
0: of view. Mm -hmm. So... It has the same rhythm, it has the same rhyme, mm-hmm. it has the same cadence, yes. it has the same length yep. as the night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's told from Santa's point of view. And that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, you know, 'twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Mine <sighs> talks about, you know. Uh, it was the night before Christmas and on my sleigh I was bound to a quiet little village village, or the next town and around so again following the same cadence and that type of thing so also in rhyme now if you write in rhyme wonderful and a lot of times we all get stuck writing in rhyme and can't quite find the right word to rhyme with the word we're trying to rhyme and there are, of course, tools to help you do that. Um, I'd like to point everybody to rhymes.com. Um, if you go on the Internet okay. and put in the word you're trying to rhyme, it'll give you all kinds of ideas. And some of them aren't, aren't close. <laughs> 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 but others are, and sometimes it'll also give you synonyms for that word. Which means if you're, just, if you're just not finding a particular word. For instance, our dear friend, Kara Cup, She works for a company called Nothing Rhymes With Orange. And indeed, very little rhymes <laughs> with orange. The only thing I can come up with is like syringe or door hinge. Yeah, but that's not not exactly. It's not. It doesn't have that sound of orange. Or, yeah. So again, Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to change the (laughs) word you were planning on using, which in my case has even resulted in me having to rewrite the entire stanza. So writing in rhyme is not easy, um, and those that do, uh, my hats off to all the poets in the world. Wow, um, you guys are incredible. Don't force it though, because I'm going to tell you right now. I have seen some children's books that should have been written in prose rather than rhyme. Um, and would you just stop a
1: minute and sure. for those that maybe don't understand, um, they I think most people understand what rhyme is, but what what do you mean by prose?
0: Oh, prose is. Mm-hmm. Not rhyming. I mean, you know, like a regular chapter book mm-hmm. or, or writing in paragraphs, okay. that kind of okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. That's that's your prose writing. And that's perfectly fine for a children's book. Yeah. Um, we've read yeah. some on our Oh, uh, yes, uh, we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On our, on our yeah. story time with Santa and we Mrs. Sure Claus. Have. We've, we sure we've have. We've read yeah. a couple that mm-hmm. were written in prose as opposed to rhyme. Yep. I will say it all depends on the audience that you're trying to write to. Um, And the reason why I say that is if you're trying to write to a younger audience, rhyming helps them remember and, you know, Mm -hmm. it helps develop their vocabulary as opposed to writing in prose. They won't remember prose as well as they... And as easily as they would rhyme. It's like listening to a song over and over again. You remember the lyrics because you know yes. each lyric rhymes right, or right. is supposed to. So, anyway, the same thing in writing with children's books. So, if you're aiming toward pre K, kindergarten, first, second, and you write and rhyme, I think that's a better way and will keep the children's attention longer than writing in prose. Consequently, um, if you're trying to write toward older kids, you know, eight, um, well, even seven, Yeah. a lot of kids, boy, we've met some pretty precocious kids at seven years old that are reading my novels. Yes. I, mean, yes. I and mean, I'm talking full blown novels. here.
1: Yeah, like always, you know, there's there's children who are just so far advanced, um, but the most most of the the kids aren't. And and again, it goes back to when if you decide to write a children's book, you need to number one first before you do anything else is identify your audience. Absolutely, as Joe said, do you want to write to the to the younger children? Um, And and in that case, then you if you can do the rhyming, uh, that is a a great way to start because children and that's where the cadence comes in that that uh, it's like the musicality of listening to the rhyme and the verse. And, you know, there's all kinds of cases where little ones that really don't they're not uh, understanding the story. But they know if you try and skip ahead or do something, (laughs) because they remember it. They can't always even maybe recite it back to you. But it's like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) You got to read the whole thing. Yeah. And and they like to Um, repeat. You're doing
0: it wrong. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah.
1: I love to see uh-huh.
0: kids do that to it, their parents. And it,
1: it's kind of like. Because the
0: parents are trying to skip ahead. And yeah, like, yeah. No no, 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 no. You're doing it. You're mm-hmm. reading it wrong. Mm-hmm. Go back and read it again. And it's yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, I tried to skip over that. but But again, they remember that cadence uh-huh. and That that they they know what it sounds like. It's like mm-hmm. listening to a song. Exactly. And they know
1: if all of a sudden you skip a verse, yeah, or, or start the the beginning and then go to the end. They're going, no, that's that doesn't sound right Mm-mm-mm. at all. Um, yeah. So so yeah so, uh,
0: and, just, and and notice oh. just before we go too much further, notice I'm only talking about writing today, illustration. Is her bailiwick, <laughs> Mary's, and she's going to discuss that yeah, next week. That'll be part two. So if that'll you're if two. you're going, well, why don't they talk about the pictures or how it yeah. ties in with the rhyme or that kind of? Part two is coming, and yeah. that's yeah. a whole nother uh, basket of fish. I mean, truly, uh, and that's a whole different. Subject. So we'll get into that and then you'll be able to tie both parts together right. and figure this out. Right. But anyway, right. so getting back to the, you know, prose versus rhyme.
1: Well, I was going to ask you, Joe, maybe hmm. you could explain, um, because you're unusual from the standpoint that you're an author who is comfortable writing in, in different genres. Uh, and actually, we, we didn't get it at... Uh, published first but the first book he wrote though was a children's book. Uh, what yes. what well. led you yeah. uh, to do the children's books and for you why did you choose um, the rhyming
0: versus prose? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you go back many, many episodes um, now we, uh, we had been working on the North Pole and um, and Mary had convinced me to start <laughs> writing. And I started writing Faith, Hope, and Reindeer, which is a novel. And it's a, a full-blown, normal novel, um, about 400 pages. And as I was writing that, I was developing these elves in my head. And I thought, you know... The children would love because they're always asking Santa of you know who the elves are, what do they do, what's their responsibilities, how many have you got? You know, what do they do on the off time, etc, etc, etc. And I thought, boy, I'll tell you what, I could probably do an entire series <laughs> just on Santa's elves. And I thought more and more about that, and I started to to jot down little names like, you know, uh, Jamie Hardrock, and yeah. Shelley Wrap It Up, and Denny Sweet Tooth, and Stamp Round World, etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And all cetera, of a cetera, sudden, yeah. I had a whole entire North Pole full of elves yes. that I needed to write about. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and again, um, thinking about, you know, I had been a Santa for some years. And I thought, you know, it'd be really fun to do children's books and relay some of the messages of what they do to the kids. And mm-hmm. just say, hey, you want to know about, you know, Shelley Wrap It Up or Keeny Eagle Eye like we read today? Well, here it is. Here's the book. And that's what kind of got me going. Uh, and, again, I won't get into the illustration part because that was a whole other nightmare Oh yeah, and took us years, years and years. Years later, years later. Yeah, so yeah. even though – but I started writing – as I was writing the novel, I was started writing uh-huh. children's books. That's And true. maybe that's why the rhymes came so easy is I wasn't so fixated and concentrated and the, the thoughts would just roll through my head. I and i jot them yeah, down. Yeah, I suppose you that's know? true. And yeah. sometime, sometimes, sometimes, and, and I'll bet you there's other authors that do this, you'll be thinking about stanzas and that kind of thing, and you'll start jot, jotting down words that rhyme. You know, look and book. You know, and just make a list, and you'll go, now, what stanza do I want to write that involves this, 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 this? And... That's kind of, but not completely the way I approach it. I will say there are times, um, like yes. our, our latest book, Forrest Had Up. Yes. I basically sat down and wrote the book.
1: Yeah, and, and that, <laughs> that particular one, we'd identified the character. We knew we wanted to do a, an elf. Mm-hmm. Forest is is a, a, in charge of all our animals. So we knew he wanted to do a book about that. But he's right; he actually physically wrote that book this year. Some have already been written that we haven't published. But in the case of Forest, it hadn't even been written.
0: Forest represents actually my twentieth children's book <laughs> that I've written. Yeah. Um, I mean, now some are in different stages. I'm still editing a few of them. I still haven't finished Mrs. Claus yet, you know, but uh, (laughs) I keep working on that and keep refining that. However, yeah, we've published seven. She's working on number eight and she can keep going for another dozen and I won't have to sit down and really write a brand new book. However, she keeps going, no, 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 these are all wonderful but I want this elf. <laughs> and that's what she did to me on Forest. Because it's like, well, if you've got so many books, why are you writing Forrest Hedema? She wanted our chief reindeer wrangler. Yes. And yes. felt it was important that kids understood who the reindeer wrangler is and what he does and what other animals are up at the North Pole. Yeah. So I had to sit down and write forest had a mom completely <laughs> separate from the other 19 books so and now that's the one she's working on and illustrating uh and she's got a couple more for me that you know i i guess it's partly my fault i came up with the names and you said oh i want a book on that one and he did he he's
1: uh <laughs> uh we have the we have still more names than books um,
0: because yeah, I uh, keep coming up with names for yeah. elves, and it's like, but I'm not telling one, her um, anymore.
1: <laughs> that, you said, took a little while to, it did. to formulate a little bit more in your in your mind. Um, and, and I think maybe part of that could be, too, of, of what our elves do. Some, some of our elves, uh, you know, do kind of more singular things, like Jamie Hardrock is our chief mining elf. Mm -hmm. and he mines for hard rock rock candy and that's what he does uh there's other ones that are a little bit more complicated because they do multiple things like sarah buttons who Mm -hmm. makes our dolls but she makes um dolls for the girls she makes dolls uh, action figures she makes stuffed animals so he had to create a book or verses i should say that that uh um, showcase that so. and,
0: and actually she brings up a good point and I I should at least briefly discuss it think about the story you want to tell yeah and you know basically exactly. Exactly. what is it that you want to express mm-hmm. to children that you think might be either educational mm-hmm. or fun or are just you know silly yeah you know silly is good yeah. you can do silly um you can do both. Obviously, Dr. Seuss comes to everybody's mind. He made up entire lands and yeah. peoples and villages and, you know,
1: That's right. out of his head. And, yes. and if
0: you've got that talent and yes. can do things like that, it's a wonderful story to tell. And you will definitely yeah. Yeah. entertain a lot of children as well as hopefully educate them. And by educating them, especially again, going back to the rhyme and getting their vocabulary to Mm -hmm. increase and that kind of, which is part of the thing I want. The other thing that we do in the back of my children, which I can get away with, but most other authors can't is because I do portray Santa Claus, I can talk about Santa's message Mm
1: -hmm. in the
0: back of each book. And explain to children why they should be, you know, listening to their parents, why they should be picking up after themselves, Uh Uh why Uh they should be sharing their toys, saying their prayers at night, uh, being grateful for what they have. Mm -hmm. And with every children's book I write, in addition to all the um, rhyme that goes into the story itself about the elf, I then have to come up with a message on the back and that's written in prose. So that doesn't rhyme, it's no, just No, that doesn't my rhyme, no. personal message to children. So I've actually got a little prose in there in addition to the uh rhyming uh part of the book. Well,
1: and you brought up a good good point. Um it, it, you really have to consider, you know, again, what is it you want to write about? You know, one of the things that with the elves is, is Joe said, we got so many questions that we said, okay, you know, let's write about elves. But the other thing that the, the, the turn, I guess you could say, we took is that we wanted to talk about the elves' responsibilities. So it's a fun book to read, but there's an underlying... Yeah, um, it
0: teaches a lesson.
1: Yeah, it teaches a lesson that in our case we wanted to do and we wanted to impart to the child. Yeah, We
0: want to convey that everybody yeah. is a part of the family mm-hmm. so to speak and right. everybody has to do their part yes. to help yes. their parents uh, you know, right. listen to their teachers, pay attention to their mm-hmm. pastors, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be they need to, to respect the part that they have to play and that's something we're always trying to, to do as well.
1: And I think that also talks about how uh, when you read Joe's children's books he does not talk down to the children and sometimes he uses challenging words that a child may not easily understand right away Uh, but there again uh, as they get a little older uh, you can you know look it up in the dictionary and see what that word means so it's again a learning procedure of saying you know well gee mommy what does this particular word mean uh, so don't and, be afraid um, to, and, and to again, do that
0: I mean I respect any author that gets a book out there and gets it published and tries to get it out to the masses mm-hmm. but I have to say there are several books I have read where they're you can tell they're talking down to the children or trying to you know it's almost like baby talk in the book and I don't think that's at all a good strategy um first off what you do is you're, that child's going to get real tired of that book real fast i mean they're not going to want to hear that no too often um the other thing is you know by talking down to the child instead of bringing the child up to your level They aren't learning anything at that point, and they may even take offense to the way the book is written. So, you you have to be kind of, again, be aware of your audience. And the third thing is kids are smart. Yeah. You know, I mean, my goodness, we have met tens of thousands of children. And I would have to tell you, unless they have a specific learning disability, they are a whole lot smarter than their parents or a lot of other adults would give them credit for. And I think that's part of the problem they have with keeping the child in line is they're they're not assuming they're as smart as they are. And I I always take the higher ground on that and try and make sure that the child understands that, Yes, you're you're a growing thinking person and I want you to grow and think, think with and, us. Yeah, yeah. So
1: And and again, that's not to say if what you really want to do. And there's some wonderful, cute books out there that are funny. <laughs> Little funny books, you know, that are just <laughs> wonderful. You know? And and if that's what you want to do, that's good too because you know there's always want it's always great to to introduce humor i mean we had red skelton on our show this morning and and talk about funny um oh my gosh you know and really you always need humor and it's it's never too early to start that with children and
0: and even he said that this morning he said you know, it's neat if the kids put their phones down and listen. Mm-hmm. But he said the kids will start laughing harder than the adults because yeah. they get the joke. Yeah. And it's like, really? You understand that? And it's like, yeah, they do. Or and if they don't, sometimes they just laugh because it's... They and see yeah. other people laughing. Or they're and having a good time yeah, because others are having a good just time. Having, yes. You know, they're just mm-hmm. laughing. Absolutely. I, I
1: mean, one of the things that... Um, we'd like to bring up too is is uh, and this is of course again what we've seen ourselves Uh, you know we've mentioned that we do um, shows and and we've been selling our books at shows and it's been just so heartwarming that some of the shows we've been to there's one in in South Carolina uh, in particular that the mom and dad uh, came when and bought a book when uh, uh, their baby was still in her tummy Yes. And they started to read the book. And then the next year they came and bought a new book for him and another. And then I think when he was three, three, he brought him and he actually came and, and <laughs> pulled out a book and himself. himself and sat down and very nicely. And very I want to say very carefully. Very carefully open the book to read it and you know at that age and I know a lot of kids do that they just want to rip the pages out but she had been reading to him literally before he was born and then subsequently afterwards Um and I'm sure that that little boy is going to grow up with um you know an excellent vocabulary and being able to read and I think that's another thing with the children's books Uh, that is still so important is literacy. Uh, You know, if you can't read, you just can't go anywhere. We
0: can tell almost immediately upon meeting these kids which ones are read to, which ones read themselves, Mm -hmm. and which ones don't. Right. Uh, It's very, very evident. And it's always, I mean, interesting. Uh, We've just gotten kind of used to it now. But at the shows, we'll say, you know, you read to your child, don't you? And they go, oh yeah, every every uh, night, or yeah, you know, yeah, grandma and mm-hmm. grandpa, and we do, and, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's like you just know this because the child has a better vocabulary. Mm-hmm. They get conceptual uh, ideas much faster than other children. Right. Um, they they can converse with you in a more intelligent manner. Yeah. yeah. I, it's just. It's amazing, but that is all due to, again, as Mary said, literacy and the kids being able to, um, because they can read, they can communicate better. And
1: so, and one of the other things that we should uh, d- just touch on uh, is uh, the popularity of children's books. Uh, certainly, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and, and say that novels aren't, aren't popular and selling. But children's <laughs> <They better> be. <laughs> books is a huge industry of it's the massive. book industry, isn't it? Yeah. It's
0: huge. And Go into a Barnes and Noble and take a walk around and see what the biggest section is yeah. in the store. It will always and forever be children's books.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, partly because you've got so many kids in mm-hmm. so many different ages. Right. So, and even if they put, like, young adult in there or, you know, or preschool or that type, the board books for you uh-huh. know, infants, whatever the case, it's just shelf after shelf, Build. row after row. Mm-hmm. They do story times there. They do, yep. you know. Yep. It's It's an important and very key part of the industry. Yes. Huge yes. part. So uh, it's certainly something. If you feel an affinity to do this, yeah. I would strongly recommend you try. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because you may you may enjoy doing this on your own. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It's yeah. been a It's been a half hour.
1: Well, I think there was one other thing I was going to say, and now okay. I I forgot what it is. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, gosh, it had to do Part with. <laughs> It had to do with
1: the writing. Um boy, I don't know. I just it just went right out of it my head. Went right out of your head. Re- went right out of my head. So I guess we'll just okay. let that go. Well,
0: no, I'm sorry about that. That's so all right. That's you should okay. write these things down like an author does. <laughs> like like I ever do. Don't don't believe what I just said. I it's like I'll go to her and say <sighs> What was that idea I was telling you about? I, you know, I can't remember it at all now. <laughs> so, and especially the older I get. Yes. You know, yes, I mean, considering yes. I didn't write my first book until I was 57. Yeah. If I don't write it down now, it's lost. It's, it, yeah. It's, it'll, it'll it's be bad. in another lifetime. <laughs> But anyway, (laughs) well, anyhow,
1: um, if we remember, we'll we'll uh, address it next week. Start it next week. Mm -hmm. So next week, um, now that we've kind of talked about the uh, uh, writing side of it, will be next week. We'll be talking about the uh, illustration side of uh, having a children's books, and we'll talk both about perhaps you're capable of doing that yourself. I know many uh, many authors are also illustrators, so that's that's good.
0: Boy, uh, my hats off to you guys! I can't draw a stick figure.
1: <laughs> and those of you that can write like Joe, but not so much with drawing. So, so we'll <laughs> talk about that next week. And and in between time, we uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, our podcast.
0: Yep. And please make sure you tune in next Tuesday yes. when we continue this. And of course, listen to the other podcasts that Mountain Fun Life is doing at Morning in the Mountains here. Morning in the Mountains. I yeah, mean they do You've morning. got Frank and Frank Murphy and Kira Cup and yeah, Jim Rich Johnson and, and Rich and ha- Jim, yes, Haley, Rich Haley.
1: Yes, yes. So we have we have it all. And uh and also, you know, the other thing is is uh things are changing so much here. In the smokies, this really mountain fun life is your place to to tune in and find out exactly what's going on.
0: Yeah, so, so stay informed and yeah. and you know, we'll try and keep you up to date on everything that's happening because it's happening awful quick, as Mary said. So <laughs> it is. Well, thank you for joining us this week, and we look forward to uh talking with you again next week. So see you next week. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>